0: It's time to dive into the latest news and updates from the Vegas Golden Knights. This is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Welcome into Studio 31 at City National Arena. Nighttime at Noon with Darren Millard and the Olympian Darren Elliott. We have a show for you today. We are going to get you to Boston. Dave Gosher is going to call into the program as the Golden Knights get set to tackle the Bruins, who have not lost at home all year and are 20-3, the best home team in the Bruins against the best road team in the Vegas Golden Knights as two opposites collide, all with Bruce Cassidy right in the middle. We'll break down that. Jesus Lopez is here. Hispanic Heritage Night coming up on Wednesday at T-Mobile Arena when the team returns to face the New York Rangers. He's in studio, so he'll spend some time with us. Uh, a lot going on, but this matchup tonight... Is one of the coolest games that we will do all year.
1: Yeah, it's uh, for a mid-season game, right? It, it, a lot of juice, uh, a lot of storylines, as you just uh, enumerated. It. So, it's uh, if you're a player uh, and you're at the end of a road trip, a chance to make it a special road trip. Two and one is good. Three and one is fantastic, especially given what what Darren just talked about. So, for me, if you're a player, this gives you one of those huh, little boosts in the middle of the year because there's something different about it.
0: Oh, we're waiting to see whether Jack Eichel's going to be able yeah. to go today. Uh, he was injured the other night against the Detroit Red Wings, so we're following that. We'll try and get the, the latest, uh, see what Dave Gosher was able to ascertain from today's morning skate at TD Garden. Uh, we are also uh, following up on uh, Alex Petrangelo. It doesn't sound like he's going to be in the lineup, so at the very least they're going to be down one player. Not the best-case scenario, but uh, opportunity, right, to, to step up. Sometimes that can help you in a short term yeah. in the sense of everybody does rally?
1: Well, And everybody's going to need it. Mm-hmm. So that means you're going to have to uh, you know, probably go four lines, go three defense pairings. Uh, Bruce Cassie loves to do that. He's, he's had to shorten his bench here uh, chasing games in the last 10 games more than the first uh, 10 or 15 games. So from that standpoint, in this instance, if you're down a man or two, it's like, okay, let's, uh, let's just go back to a, a full rotation. Getting the lead helps that. Uh, the other thing is, uh, Daniil Miramanov stepped into the lineup and allowed the spread between the lowest defenseman, 16 minutes, just a little bit more time on ice, to 22 minutes. That's what he looks for, Coach Cassidy, when things are going well that kind of spread instead of a more disparate amount, which was happened when they had Hutton in.
0: Hope you join the live stream along with the broadcast uh, on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, That's all the hockey talk. Uh, I give you a little (laughs) bit of setup, and Darren Elliott uh, really expands on the game tonight. Here's the reality of the situation, though, this evening. Bruce Cassidy faces his former team. The split occurred in the summer. A lot of people were surprised by it. Boston's been great out of the gate yep. with Jim Montgomery. Bruce Cassidy's done a marvelous job with Vegas. Yep. There's a lot swirling around this game beyond the X's and the O's.
1: Yeah, it's called uh, competitiveness. It's called uh, you know, it's, just it's a- called wanting to beat those guys really badly. Exactly, for a lot of reasons, and a lot of them are personal. Um, but, but again, some of them are professional. Like, okay, he, they, they thought the next guy in it would be better. He's been as good as it gets as well, right? Jim Montgomery, you can't, you can't get a, a, a more of a, a boost from a coaching change than what Boston got with Jim Montgomery behind the bench. And I liked how Bruce Cassidy handled that. He said, well, I built on what Claude Julian had yep. built. I built upon that, and Jim looks like he's doing the same thing. What was left there is now being built on by him, bringing in his approach to coaching.
0: Very complimentary uh, exactly. towards what's happened exactly. uh, with Jim Montgomery taking the fold. Boston surprising because they had all the early season absences in their lineup, yeah, and they either. were able to get through that.
1: Well, But, again, they said they're going to oh, we'll be without Marshawn until uh, December. Yeah. Yeah came back much earlier so the good news is those guys that they got through that as much as they had to get through was not nearly as daunting or as long as they had originally projected
0: and vegas missed the playoffs last year there's question marks about players in goal they've answered those logan thompson will play tonight mm-hmm. and they've been a, a really pleasant surprise or if you're optimistic in training camp they've answered
1: the questions Lots of questions. Uh, and, and to me, um, the goaltending, y- you couldn't ask for, again, you couldn't say, all right, well, it's the biggest question mark. What would be comp- you know, satisfactory? Just solid goaltending. Well, it's been solid and then some. A- and for that, you are you know, near the top of the Pacific Division. Um, and you know, you're, you're leading it. You've got some guys who are chasing it a little closer now. But you're back to where you hoped you would be. Um, in the Western Conference, um, and that's a leader, um, and not a follower, and it has to do with the health. I, I'm, I'm surprised it's been gone this well, but like everybody else, pleasantly surprised. 18-7-1
0: after the victory against right. the Detroit Red Wings the other night, in which Aiden Hill picked up his victory. That was business. Tonight, you used the word personal. Is this going to be the most emotional game that Bruce Cassidy will coach? In the regular season? For him. Yeah.
1: You know, like I said, I don't it, – it's hard for me. Like it, it, there's, it, Like I said, there's great that there's a little – lots of uh, focus on this game. So the players, a little more juice. Oh, right. There's a little more, you know, activity around the game, a little more scrutiny. All those kinds of things make it exciting in the middle of a season. And as much as they like the their new head coach, and, yeah, let's win-win for the Gipper. Uh, let's win-win for Bruce Cassidy. Google Google win one for the Gipper, folks. All right, it's because, an old line from an old it's that like, was before wait, my time. It's before my time, too, <laughs> as a matter of fact. But it's a cliche, and I'm good at those. So anyway, if you go from that standpoint, okay, fantastic. But really, how much of that juice for the coach translates to the players? Well, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, tell me.
0: Vegas was outstanding. In Jack Eichel's return to Buffalo. They rallied around Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Vegas was brilliant when Phil Kessel set the Ironman record. Yep. Rallied around that. Riley Smith, Alec Martinez, milestone games in Toronto. They were both awesome. Mark Stone back in Ottawa for just the second time. They rallied around that. They've been exceptional when it comes to something being on the line for one of their teammates.
1: Exactly. Players. So it's different for the coach. I think maybe. I mean, he. I mean, you can't expect. He's to, the boss. I. would want to win for him as much as
0: as anybody. <laughs> He's the one that's deciding things. It
1: might not be quite as emotional attached to your coach as you are to your teammates. That's all I'll say. You might like him a lot, but I'm just. I'm just saying.
0: Okay, so then you go down the list because there's so many layers to this game. Right. And you and I have. Done pregame shows where we've talked about a storyline going in, yep. and it dominates the thirty-minute program. Then we touch on a little bit in the first intermission, and then <laughs> this we kind of goes away. We acknowledge it in the postgame because we did all this work in the pregame. Well, and show. we follow the but,
1: threads through the game because we're professional. But it really hasn't
0: become as much of a factor as we thought. Right. This coaching matchup has that same scenario where it's a big story going in, yes. but once the game starts, it kind of goes That's... away. However, you've got a team that hasn't lost at home this year right. against the best road team in the National Hockey League this year. You've got the best team in the Eastern Conference in the Boston Bruins against the best team in the Western Conference right, right now in the Vegas School of the Knights. It does create and set up a clash of titans.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does. It's like I said for December fifth, phenomenal. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh man, look at look at everybody's talking about it. It's a point of uh, focus for the league tonight. So it's great stuff. He had me at once they put drop the puck. You're just about playing the game. That that is the reality of it for the players. All the other stuff is is ancillary. Makes it more exciting. Makes it uh, a better read a better right for the reporters, all those kinds of things because of the numbers that uh, that you were throwing down all there. All right, so who does it mean more to then?
0: Vegas, because of Bruce Cassidy, or Boston? Because, because it's Bruce of Cassidy. It, because it's Bruce Cassidy, and then <laughs> the perfect record at home, which is yeah. National Hockey League uh, mark for the start of a the season. They've already broken
1: the record, though, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So... Just, it's but just, they're adding to it. It's an add-on at that point. So, yeah, I think it's uh, you're defending your home. It, it, that, there's that kind of logic for the Bruins. Uh, he's the guy that some of the guys were happy to see go. That always happens on teams when, when, when coaches get fired. Um, we're, we, we're better without him. It'll be a little bit of that. But, again, I think a lot of that stuff for players goes away because you're not competing against the coach. You're competing against those guys on the ice across from you.
0: You're not competing against the coach? Not even a little bit in this situation? I, I,
1: I have a hard time that Patrice Bergeron is lined up for a face-off against wasn't uh, Chandler Stevenson.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about a couple of other places. Uh, Insider.
1: <laughs> well, Tune you, in at 4 p.m. Well, you know that there's... there's oh, uh, yeah. No, some, no. That's some... what I said. There's there's always people that want you gone when you're a coach. Uh, that's just you can't have everybody be in, in your corner Certainly. So when so you're there for a half dozen right, but, but years, but, like if, you wasn't but that's anything. not going to be the motivation. Like, it's not going to be a guy like, oh, I'm going to show him. It's like, because it, this is my group here. It's like, we're going to do the right things here. We're going to do what, what's what been successful for us now. Not like, oh, I'm going to do something different, going to play a little harder, going to go into the corner a little more. I don't think so. I, I, I don't. I, it's, maybe, <laughs> you know, I, I, I coaching very, very important. That connection between players and coaches when they're branded, they haven't really developed that many bonds, really. What do you make out of
0: Bruce Cassidy being 7-0 against the Atlantic Division, I think that's which is where the Boston Bruins played and to currently play? He knows them as well as anybody, and now tonight a chance to go 8-0 against an Atlantic Division foe, which happens
1: to be his and, and that's where a coach can put his thumbprint, fingerprints, whatever, you want, on, on the outcome because he is a hands-on coach from a scouting report standpoint anyway, and he has had success 7-0, and as Darren says, against the Atlantic. He's very familiar, obviously, with his team, his former team, and all those other teams. So to me, that's his focus, and that's where he's been able to help out quite a bit.
0: I'm surprised that you are sort of on the uh, middle ground of this matchup and oh. the intensity of you know, Bruce Cassidy going back. What we've heard from Bruce the last couple of days yeah. about the emotion mm-hmm. and the memories coming flooding back, and that, that he walked out onto the home team uh, bench yesterday, Al, looked at the Raptors. Real. That's
1: all real mm-hmm. that, for him. That's emotional for him. And your players like, hey, this is a big one for Bruce. Great. Okay, let's drop the puck. Okay. Now I'm just playing. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's the buildup. It's a storyline. It's it's all real human emotions, but I don't know once I don't know what the percentage of what that does to the action, the actual in-game action. I I, I very little once you start playing. I think
0: it should elevate motivation,
1: yeah. a touch. Right, right. But does that mean you're gonna lay out to block a shot more, or is it just a more intense game anyway because both teams are. Good teams. Well, these players
0: know. We're, we're going to have some sound on the pregame yeah. show on AT&T Sportsnet. Uh, Keegan Colasar oh, and Riley well, see, Smith. You're scooping I, me. See? I, what, no. <laughs> I'm trying to tease people invite them to watch. Even though I know. I, I know Ryan has the pregame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Sure. I don't want to scoop our own show right now either. Uh, but but Riley <laughs> and Keegan scoops. are very much uh, out there with the awareness of what is on the line for Bruce Cassidy. Uh, Vegas has a tradition. At every morning skate, they have a a post-practice stretch in the middle of the ice. Coach has a couple of words, and the player who has closest ties to that night's opposition leads the stretch. Mark Stone leads the stretch against the Ottawa Senators. Jack Eichel led the stretch when they played the Buffalo Sabres. You see where this is going. Today, the stretch was led by Bruce Cassidy
1: absolutely.
0: So, and the players make that decision who leads that stretch. <laughs> they put their coach in the middle. That's some fun with it. That's cool. But but it's also an acknowledgment of we, we got a good we, one.
1: We know it's big for, we absolutely have a good one. And we and it's also a great two things. Insight into that locker room which we've been talking about, it's it's a pretty close group. I mean, it's been fun to see that emerge since training camp and they know the situation very very well. And they're happy for their coach to be back, and it's a big moment. They're aware of it. Let's play the hockey game. Do I have you hooked yet? I was already hooked. I- so, what did I spend the last 14 minutes trying to do? I. I- Get me to parrot what you're th- thinking. I'm thinking slightly differently. That's hey, all. Uh,
0: rosters are out for the rivalry series. that's coming up December 15th. Canada and the U.S. Uh, check it out uh, at the respective national team websites. One of the best rivalries in all the sports is at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. On that Thursday, middle of this month, the U.S. and Canada national women's hockey teams have battled on Olympic and World Championship stages for decades. It's one of my favorite hockey games of all time. Watching these two go whether it's an exhibition, a national team, a world stage, or an Olympic final. Now they're coming to the Las Vegas Valley. Visit thedollarloancenter.com to get tickets and see the best in the world battle on December 15th. Jesus Lopez. You don't have to get him fired up, but I got him a coffee anyway. He's coming in. Hispanic Heritage Night uh, on the way on Wednesday at the T-Mobile Arena, and we'll also talk about uh, what's happening tonight. In Boston. It's the VGK Insider Show at 4 o'clock. And we are nighttime at noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to nighttime at noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Golden Knight fans, have ever wondered where you can get a game-used Vegas Golden Knights uh, jersey merchandise? Look no further. VGK Authentics has got you covered from game-used pucks to game-worn jerseys. Owning something from your favorite Golden Knights player has never been so easy Check out what VGK Authentics has to offer by visiting VegasTeamStore.com. My good buddy Chloe running everything over there, and it is awesome. Back in Studio 31, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, Welcome to nighttime at noon. You may have heard me throw it a break last time I was about to say the VGK insider show that will not occur today because of the early start in Boston so Ryan Wallace will be on the air from three to four with the pregame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas and then four o'clock the Boston Bruins against the Vegas Golden Knights so who's this guy beside me Look at, He's look a at, man. Look at, look at who He's a up. man. Jesus Lopez. Uh, I know who he is because there's no friendlier person in the Las Vegas Valley than Jesus Lopez. Oh, I run into him much. in uh, at Lotus in the hallways, and we always end up talking for about 35 minutes, and then I'm 25 minutes before the, before the show. He does uh, the Spanish-language broadcast for the Vegas Golden Knights and does uh, an amazing job. You've been doing this uh, since the inception.
2: Since the very first year, yeah. yes. I have. Uh, first year, we did only 20 games. And uh, second year, we did all of the local games, and uh, we traveled with the team for the playoffs, and it was That's a very fun. nice experience, you know. So it's been a trip. Yeah, I love it. All right. I, so love, y- it. Y- I love the passion of this game.
0: You <laughs> set it up for me, buddy. 20 games the first year, all the home games after that, and then there's something missing there, some some road games. Uh, I want to know about road games. Uh, well, we're going to
2: start doing road games at the D Las Vegas. And, you are, yeah, from the uh, Bar Canada in oh, Spanish. I love Bar so Canada. We're going to be there and start <laughs> with a, a two or four games per month. Really, you know, we're going pick the yeah, and I'm really excited. This is about awesome. That. It is, is right. It is yes. It is yeah, because words, you know, actually, the Vegas Golden Knights fans, uh, Spanish speaking people. It's been asking for this for quite a bit, so they want the whole season on air and, and uh, totally understandable because this, uh, as I always said, nothing compares to the passion of uh, hockey. I mean, it has a soul of its own. You cannot compare it to any other sport. It's just different, and it's three hours of pure adrenaline. <laughs> same, you know, same station, 1460?
0: 1460
2: AM, yeah. yes, the Puerto All right. Vegas, of course.
0: All right, I, I don't speak Spanish, and I've been asking. Okay. for the road games to be on the air.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, that's how much I love listening to you. Well, I just want to call these games. Great
1: location, too. We, we we're we pretty familiar with, with Derek Stevens and, and Circa and the D Las Vegas, and we've got some good ties there. So that's fantastic that you're going down there, because you just built that out, that restaurant right around uh, Bar Canada. So it's, uh, yes, it's a no, really it's good it's I've yeah. been
2: there. You know, we already uh, um, checked the yep. connections and everything, and they have the I mean top of the line equipment there. Yeah, I know. You know, what, you know what's going go. on here. Yeah. somebody <laughs> wants to come down and hang out with you. Hey, of, our, it's, our, our yeah, my dad, yes, of course.
0: <laughs> so this is great. Twenty games, all the uh, all the home games, and and then playoffs, and now some road games. You you know what? You deserve building a brand. You deserve something just... special. Okay, <laughs> can I do something special for you? Yes, of course. All right. Wednesday is Hispanic Heritage Night. Yes, at T-Mobile Arena, the mm-hmm. Vegas Golden Knights and the New York Rangers. I would like to give you a Hispanic Heritage. Oh Radio wow! Heritage. Wow, look at
2: this, Ryan. <laughs> thank bring you, you in? thank you very much, Ryan. What do you think? Oh of wow, that? look at this, and the color is amazing. Oh. Yeah. They warm up yeah. jerseys
0: that they'll wear on Wednesday night wow. for the game against the New York Rangers. I want one. Uh, wow. Orange in color nice. with that beautiful logo, oh, that logo that just swept the Las Vegas Valley. Well, we had a the T-shirts. It's
1: still yeah. you,
2: you know what? As some of the listeners said that it's an honor because for the first time and the only time that the uh, uh, logo has been altered is for that's the that's Dia that's de right. los Muertos. That's exactly, right. and, and uh, it's a beautiful. You know the way it came out is just beautiful. And, uh, yeah, what an honor. Thank you very much. I really Look at the really... shoulder patches, too. Yeah, look at this.
0: Gotta go make... There we are, hockey yeah. for everyone. Uh, <laughs> this is outstanding. Dieter I love Mortis. it. Do you remember the first uh, time that we did the, uh, the Day of the Dead game? Of course, uh, yeah. I, I, I cornered Jesus probably for 46, 49 minutes long, <laughs> telling him, walk me through this. How do I say it? Over and over, and he got me uh, right on the spot. So I appreciate
2: it. But that that no, how about this. that that sweater? That's oh, all the, yours, The buddy. colors are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very Head much. Box. Thank you. The colors are amazing, and and yeah, it's a very significant celebration for uh, yeah. the Mexicans, the uh, Día de los Muertos. Mm-hmm. It's uh, something so unique, and and uh, the state of Michoacán in Mexico is uh, the state that has the most beautiful celebration on Día de los Muertos because it lasts for three days. And they have this uh, island in the middle of the lake. Uh, it's called Hanizio, the Lake Hanizio. So uh, people goes on on uh, those little uh, boats, you know, with uh, candles, uh, a lot of flowers, and flowers, you know, uh, around the, the canoas. And uh, it's when the death comes to visit. Yeah. That's why they... Uh, create all these altars with everything that uh, the Dead Ones used to love, to eat, to drink, you know, smoke. Uh, yeah. It was it's something really, really nice. So uh, that's one of the things that I love about the Vegas Golden Age. You know, the way they uh, they um, honored uh, our culture. This is Las Vegas. I believe it's one of the cities where you can find people from all over the world. I mean, uh, besides Paris, I believe it's... You can find all sorts of foods, here, all <laughs> sort of restaurants here. And you want Ethiopian food, you can find it. Somali food, you can find it. Mexican food, of course. You know, there's people from all over the world, and uh, the inclusion, I believe, is a very specific code for the Vegas Golden Knights um, because uh, it brought everyone together. Especially after what happened in yeah. October the first, the first year. You know, the first uh, game happened in October the tenth. Since then, the Vegas Golden Knights have been honoring first responders, you know, uh, people who suffer something that day or, you know, cancer, fighting cancer, uh Latina, Día de los Muertos, a Chinese celebration, Irish celebration, you name it. So, it's a very inclusive uh, team and that's that's something that I really love about this the Vegas Golden Knights, yeah.
1: Yeah, the inclusion it, it's it, it's been a big thing in the sport of hockey yep. because it, it you you need to start seeing, you know, people of color the girls game has exploded in that regard we talked about the the rivalry Mm -hmm. game um you you just have to keep moving I've been involved in youth hockey and youth sports a long time folks And, and I love it for that reason because I think that's how you bring about change over time is through the kids understanding other kids and what they do and why they do it and Maybe you can learn from well, each other. You
0: two just had a conversation about uh, bridging your the cultures, uh, the culture of hockey, and you have uh, connections, soccer, obviously yeah. in hockey, and then then in soccer. And and Darren's reaching out, and he said, "I know the exact person uh, to do that."
2: Yeah, and that's you know the fusion uh, of those uh, cultures. Uh, it's going to be phenomenal, I'm sure. I'm I sure. think so. I can wait, and and uh, it's uh, something that I want to say about this is that. People when they call into my show because I do a show five to seven on the Portes Vegas every day, um, they always point to the fact that the team, the Vegas Golden Knights, was the medicine that healed the big wound of what happened in October. That's why the connection is so strong. You know, it's it's not only uh, with all due respect, but this is not only a logo. This is a shield, you know, for the city. The logo of the Vegas Golden Knights. And, and it's more than just a team. It's our team. And above that, it's a winning team. And and uh, I get very excited when I'm doing the play-by-play, the best I can. You know, I learn. I always thank Dan Dua and Dave Gocher for everything that I've learned when I listen to them. Gary Lawless, the guy who speaks hockey like nobody else with all due respect. And, and uh, when I was learning, I was always asking them, hey, uh, what about this rule? What about this? And they were always there. And I'm. Thank them so much for that. Yeah. And uh, we were making a measurement the other day about uh, how many words I use per minute <laughs> doing the play-by-play. So I use 350 to 380 words per minute when the puck is behind the net in <laughs> Spanish. Spanish is a language which structure allows you to speak at a very, very fast pace. Spanish is made out of Latin and Greek. Originally Spanish was Castilian Castellano that's that's the original name of Spanish. When uh, the kingdom of uh, the Iberic Peninsula became Spain uh, Spain then it became Spanish. They took the language from the kingdom of Castilla which was Castellano. So 350 to 380 words per minute and I go do I really say that many <laughs> words but yeah yeah we count them word by word. It's when the, it gets more tense, you know, when the puck is behind the net, describing the goal line, you know, describing the offsides, describing, right. you know, if he's going to center. Well, especially on radio,
1: it, there's no picture. You you are building. You have that to frame for it, your, yeah. yeah, we have
2: this called PPDDA, which is uh, uh, which is uh, possession, position, direction, defense, and attack. If you cover those five points, you're covering any sport. Okay, what was that? PPDDA. Yeah. And it was created by one of my teachers in Mexico, and, and uh, I just uh, took it from a soccer field yep. to a hockey field. What is it? Possession? Position. Yep. Possession. Possession. Direction, defense, defense and attack. And attack. Huh. You have to describe, and you have to make sure that you yell more strongly when you're calling the local games than. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you ever throw in a, like a. Uh,
0: Don't! A dough in there?
2: That was my no, impression. No, 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 no. Because
0: you, you, I, I found out this—this this my surprise for you. I found out today, uh, Mr. Big Shot here, Jesus, <laughs> does a great Homer Simpson and Marge Simpson in Spanish.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 well, I do. do I do uh, voiceovers for oh, the uh, phone company in Mexico, yeah. and I do the Homer. Uh, voice of Homer Simpson <laughs> in Spanish.
0: <laughs> can you can you give me a little bit uh, to to Darren?
2: Of uh, Homer says. Homer. Well, you did March earlier in the office.
0: That was pretty good. That was off the cuff. I didn't even ask you for
2: that. It was... <laughs> so there is that. That's an extra. Well, on my show, I do voices. You know, yeah. I have 15 voices on my show. Wow. You, see, you do 15? 15. Yeah.
0: that many I didn't know it was that many
2: well the biggest uh, uh, commentator in Spanish in sports yeah. is uh, Jose Ramon Fernandez yeah. uh, how does he uh, take it he oh he take? loves it okay. a big, yeah, I'm a yeah. very good friend with son. Okay, song. That's, coo- that's great so yeah he, he loves it and I do you know some former uh, Mexican team um, so, coaches uh, and stuff so uh, it's about fun you know oh, for but sure. there's there's a thing um, like when the puck is in the corner and they're trying to take it out of yep. the corner, I always say, y a picar cilantro y bien, pedazos de jitomate. It's like, you know, they're chopping onions and, and, and chopping tomatoes. <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> th- just because to make it fun, because if you describe exactly a, like well, out, of a, out of a book, you have to, for the Hispanic people, you have to also be entertained.
0: Plus it's saying they're doing salsa doesn't work. Like years away, man. Well, <laughs> yeah.
2: no, but, but you're
1: right, though. You, you are tailoring it to to your community, to your yeah. audience. So, because I mean, it's it...
2: it's really different. Let me tell you something. Uh, a lot of people believe that because we speak Spanish from Mexico to Argentina, it's the same Spanish, and it's not. Right. Some of the words that we say in Spanish, Mexicans, yeah. let's say for the Cuban people, are insults. And some of the words that the Cuban people use for us are insults. So, we have to take it, you know, like 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 maturely and uh, uh, knowing that you some words. Know. Yeah, you have you have to know you have to respect those boundaries, yes. right? Yes. Because for what but, but for some people it's an insult, for some other people it's just a joke, right? And and uh, a lot of people take it really like really really seriously. And no, uh, even in Mexico, we have regions where Spanish is different, where uh, the way we use uh, bad words is different. And some places like the state of Merida, south of Mexico, can be really mean. And some other places like in Guadalajara, where I'm from, doesn't mean anything. So that's how big the Spanish language is. Think about this. The biggest piece of literature ever written in the history of humankind was El Quijote de la Mancha, de Miguel de Cervantes Saavedra. It was written in Spanish. Spanish has 350,000 words, and that book required only 28,000 words. So that's how big Spanish is. So there's a lot of words that have a lot of meaning in different countries. So be aware. (laughs) You may say something wrong when you go to Peru. Especially if you have for some kind of food, yeah. they, you know. But, but <laughs> you, go you go to be okay somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go hang out on Lake Mead one day. And yeah, we just, have to just, yeah. just talk hockey and uh, <laughs> talk uh,
0: just history. He's the smartest person. Darren Ellis, the smartest person I know. A Cornell grad. Yeah. Okay. And, and you've taught us stuff. I no very many people. So this, people, this is this is really, really cool. Well, uh, I
2: do anthropology, so uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm addicted to reading. So. Uh, enjoy your sweater, the warm-up uh, jersey Thank for you. Hispanic Heritage Night coming yeah, up on I Wednesday. Show up again. So Look at this. this. orange at this. base.
0: Uh, outstanding stuff. Uh, Jesus nice. Lopez, uh, 1460. Uh, you can listen to him all the home games and some road games uh, coming up. Uh, that's great. Coming to you from the D. Dave Gosher, I know where you are. I don't know whether you're listening, but you got a lot to live up to uh, <laughs> yeah. after Jesus Lopez joins us uh, today. Uh, thanks, buddy. Really Thank you, appreciate Darren Elliott. Thank good. you very much. Thank you. We'll be back on nighttime at noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. So we've got uh, some things to talk about. Uh, Catching the Golden Knights game, grab a bite. uh, Come stop by McKenzie River Pizza Grill and Pub. It's right out our door here. Eat like a Golden Knight. Open every day from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Fans can dine in and catch their favorite games right by the rink. 702-916-2999 or visit com to learn more. We're back after this live from city national arena this is nighttime at noon on fox sports las vegas welcome back to city national arena inside studio 31 we are getting set for the boston bruins against the vegas golden knights uh, this afternoon on fox sports las vegas hope you're enjoying the stream jesus lopez uh, was just here and uh, boy does does he leave an impression every time i see jesus it is just i have the biggest smile on my face and i'm
1: full of energy <laughs> and it's so genuine yeah oh. well, everybody it, in
0: the it, studio right now is acknowledging it nodding
1: right you know they're all He makes it, you know he makes a, an impression right away and it's uh, it's a positive when you leave with a smile for sure
0: uh I didn't get your thoughts the warm up sweaters that they're going to wear canadian term sweaters jerseys right uh, on wednesday night with the the orange Yep. And then the beautiful, wonderful uh, logo from Dies de Mortis. Uh, it's like that is a sweater. You will stand out in that with that Golden Knight crest.
1: Very much so. That cre- I remember. What, remember, we wore the T-shirts. Yes, the, the first underneath our, our suits. Right. right. And, it and- was before my hoodie. We were way ahead of our time. <laughs> and, but, but uh, the T-shirt when it was uh, still usable by me. But anyway. It was the most common. Where did you get that? Where did you get that? Everybody loved uh, that shield. And, and, you know, Jesus brings it to the the local. You and I weren't here as to why, you know, the, the connection between the community and the team is so strong, but it's something you notice right away when you do come into this market and are a part of this team.
0: Golden Knights against the Boston Bruins tonight. Uh, We talked about all the different storylines, and it goes uh, deep, like Red Rock Canyon deep. When you see all the layers of rock, uh, what's at stake tonight between these two clubs? And Dave Gosher is going to join us in just a little bit from Boston. Uh, So we'll get uh, really deep into uh, what's happening there. But some other news and notes from around the National Hockey League. Jason Robertson of the Dallas Stars, they had a spear to come back yesterday, fell in a shootout. But uh, this guy is right there with Connor McDavid when it comes to scoring goals and producing points. I don't know whether he'll ever be able to outlast McDavid, but Robertson does something that you don't do. And that's score from well out and not being a big guy.
1: Yeah. He he has been a revelation for the league, uh, a boon for the Dallas stars, um, made their top line, one of the most dangerous and consistently dangerous lines in the NHL. Um, i i don't i i heard of him coming into the league i knew about his his background a little bit um he has a brother trying to piece together a career on his you know of his own um and maybe in my mind it's like, ah, same kid same it wasn't it, it's a brother and this guy has done nothing but score at this level
0: yep yeah. uh and it's also you talk about uh spanish uh heritage night uh, taking place on wednesday uh, uh We've we've got uh, Jason Robertson from a Filipino background that adds to our sport hockey with, for everybody. Like it just it, it continues to grow and, and a great ambassador uh, to to see out there at the top of the game.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's so important. And again, I, I mostly my my efforts in terms of outside of the norm um, has been coaching and promoting uh, girls and women's hockey. Um, it, it was a good place to start because lots of girls and women were playing the game. But that notion, and I talked to Cami Granato years and years ago. I was in Anaheim. She was in L.A. She was kind of starting her career as a broadcaster in in youth hockey. And and she said until she walked into it, she'd always had to play boys hockey on boys teams because she was so good. She said, the moment I walked into an all-female locker room, she goes, I'm home. And if you can see it, you can be it. And all those kinds of things, it's real. Uh, when it comes to inclusion and diversity,
0: uh, Vegas is being pushed a little bit right now yeah. by Seattle. Are You surprised by the Kraken?
1: Yes, I am because I, I mean, Barosky, nice player. Um, you know, they they made some, a couple of nice moves. The goaltending's been better, closer to what they anticipated a year ago. Uh, they're getting more production from their blue line. Those are the differences, but they're so subtle, to have the dramatic effect they've had. Uh, it's, it's been good. I don't know if it's sustainable, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think they're that strong. But they're proving me wrong.
0: It's a, it's a year later uh, with this comparison, but I, I draw a lot back to the first year with the Vegas Golden Knights. I didn't know who was going to score for that team. Right. And they scored a lot. Well, I and mean, and Seattle, I didn't know who was going to score, right. and the acquisitions that they've made have been certainly influential. But they're scoring a lot,
1: a lot more than you know, we we thought, and certainly a lot more than their opponents because they keep winning hockey games. I mean, tremendous amount.
0: Uh, when you look at uh, Patrick Kane, yep, wow, twelve hundred points, and he's still playing at at a very high level. Mm-hmm. Can he be a guy that puts you over the top at the trade deadline? Oh, first of all, do you think he'll be moved?
1: Yes, I do. Okay. I, I think he's – well, he has to say yes because he has full no trade. Mm-hmm. So if he wants – because it, he's unrestricted coming up next year, so he gets to go wherever he wants anyway in the summer, correct? Mm. So – it's up to him. Does he want to make a chase, or does he just want to finish as a Chicago Black? I can take his career from there.
0: It's very similar to Claude Giroux last year. Well, I I,
1: I just uh, look who I wrote down. Giroux, as you were talking about, very very similar, very very similar. That's a very similar players, and I can he can have the same kind of. And people say th- you
0: don't like me, and yet oh. we're on the same we're on the same wavelength. I love you,
1: that's for sure. <laughs> One hour short. <laughs> But, but it is.
0: Giroux had the opportunity. Be a lifetime flyer mm-hmm. or accept the move at the deadline and then possibly go somewhere else. Correct. I thought he would have stayed in Florida. I, he would have found a way to for, to make that work, but uh, but he went home to his to the Ottawa yeah. region. Uh, part of me thinks Kane's going to go somewhere where he's going to stay, but I, I don't know for sure on that. He's, he's never been traded. Right. And I think that is a much bigger ask of a player to go and perform well when you've never moved at all. I think there's more risk there than meets the eye.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is when you, when you do it on the short term, it, it, there's a lot of, uh, you know, it, it's unsettling. So you might go to a, a team, Drew went to Florida last year, um, and you might be able to be productive, and you might not because it is so unsettling, so unnatural and then you don't know what, the, it still doesn't really decide what the next move in your career is going to be.
0: Look at the text I just got. Look at it. You want to read that out loud?
1: Trying to call in, getting a busy signal. Can they call me? <laughs>
0: That's from Dave Gosher. He's texting, he's ready to go. He's that fired up to come on nighttime at noon. We'll connect with the Vegas Golden Knights uh, television play-by-play voice as we continue ahead of the Boston Bruins and the Vegas Golden Knights on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to nighttime at noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're working our way towards Dave Gosher in just a second. Down nighttime at noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. The NBA G League Ignite is in Henderson. The G League Ignite is set to play at the Dollar Loan Center this season, and it's awesome stuff. If you have a chance to see the top NBA prospects before they're drafted, this is how you go about it. Catch them in action and secure your single game or season tickets now with seats starting at just 15 bucks. Visit the thedollarloancenter.com to get your tickets now. Vegas in Boston to finish off this four-game road trip. I love the way the schedule maker's done this. Steve Hutzpeteros of the National Hockey League. The Buffalo game was last on that five-game road trip, so they had that carrot at the end, and this is the carrot uh, to wrap it up in fine style. Darren Millard along with Darren Elliott on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Here is Dave Gosher. Uh, d- did we connect with you? Fine. You're texting me during the show. I'm trying to produce and uh, deliver a top-quality radio program, and you're texting me.
3: It wasn't like I was texting you saying, hey, how you doing? How's your day going? I was trying to join you on the show. I wasn't really interested in your well-being. You know Do what you want I mean?
0: To, you, so you don't want me to give you an update on how my life is?
3: But how's everything going? How you doing? I guess you... That's,
0: that's good. Well, Elliot was kind of... Yeah, treading water on what this means to Bruce Cassidy that's tonight. Not, that's
1: not even true. Okay, that's I'm putting birds in well. Yeah, though. that's such bad paraphrasing. Really. <laughs>
0: anyway. uh, and I was building it up. I'm selling the the game tonight on Fox Sports Las Vegas and AT and Sports Net, uh, where you'll have the call with uh, Shane Nady. Is this the most anticipated, emotional game of the uh, career of Bruce Cassidy in the regular season?
3: Well, I think probably you know I can't speak to the ones in Boston, Mallard, but I, look, I think Bruce downplayed it this morning, saying if we have more juice to it, if there was a player coming back, I'm not sure if I completely buy that. To be yeah, honest, I, I, I think either. this does mean a lot yeah. to him. You know, oh, I mean, th- he,
1: th- that's exactly what I said. That it would be yeah. And I Thank
0: disagreed you. with you, and I disagree with Bruce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, just think human nature, being what it
3: is, I, you know, look, he had five uh, plus good years here. 50-win uh, seasons, playoff appearances, game seven of a cup final, and, you know, for a whole host of reasons, they decided to make a change. I just – this, I don't know. I just think this can't feel like a game on a Tuesday against the Florida Panthers. I just don't think it is. I think it does mean something to him. How much, I don't know. But I, I think, yeah, there's got to be – if you're as competitive as he is and what right. he does for a living, I, I think this would have to mean something to him.
1: Him leading the stretch is kind of cool. I don't know that I've ever seen that. You guys – uh darren was telling me that that's they had that tradition as we know at the end of morning skate and they had the coach lead it that that kind of shows you where this team is in terms of the locker room
3: yeah i would agree with you uh darren look i do think um you know this trip for them has been has been a challenging one you know they yeah. they've had some pretty good success um I mean, they, they've won two out of three um i think they were real pleased with how they they responded in Detroit. I don't think they like their game much at all in Pittsburgh. Um, but this is going to be a challenge tonight. It doesn't look like Jack is going to be able to play. I mean, I know Bruce said this morning they were going to make it a game-time decision, but then he kind of also intimated they're going to be without a couple of real good players when you throw Alex Petrangelo in that mix. So you've got your best forward and your best defenseman not in the lineup. Against the Bruins team, oh, by the way, last I checked, are 14-0 and at home. So uh, if they're able to end this winning streak for the Bruins – It would be, uh, I mean, it's going to be their toughest test all year. It was going to be a tough enough test if they had two of their best players, and it looks like they're certainly not going to have one and probably not going to have both.
1: Uh,
0: Just for those watching the stream, we have a photo of you up here, uh, like you do when you're doing a phoner. And like, live from Boston is Dave Gosher. Uh, I just sent you the text of that picture. (laughs) Oh, just Thanks,
3: like sir. from. Uh, let me take a look at this. is this from when, like 1985? When
1: was this? Oh yeah,
3: that that's an old, old, old picture. We know. Wow, we can't do better than that. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy smokes! Like you look good. You look great. Yeah, look, look good. Look like heavy makeup. Look, look like just like I'm ready to I don't look happy like had, I think I have a VGK picture hey put that one up now because that
0: would be good hey, if you're producing <laughs>
3: you it with the group from
1: uh, the old movie well, uh, pretty in pink I would have like got, got a different picture up
0: <laughs> I would have got a different picture up but you were texting me uh yeah I know I <laughs> you, and you and, and uh, stuff this is the second long road trip that you guys have been on this year you you're ready to get into a groove at home after all all this yeah, I'll tell you what, Mal. I'm ready to get home, period. You know, look, and
3: I, I love what I do, and everything we do is first class on the road, is, you know, as you guys know with our travel, but yeah, it's been a long trip. You know, you get you get into that week, eight days, and yeah, it'll be good. I mean, they'll go back home for three, and then we're right gone again. Uh, I think it's um, Winnipeg and, and Chicago after that, but... Um, you know, it has been a grind. I mean, look, regardless of me, I think for the team it's been a grind. I mean, they play every other day here until the Christmas break and then right back at it again. So they don't really get a breather, right? And they get some time at home like in January, I think, after that game in Colorado yeah. January 2nd. They start to at least have a little bit more time at home. But it'll be good, yeah, the next three games at least to have there. and um, And hopefully – Hopefully they can turn their home game around. As we know, it's not uh, It's been kind of hit and miss at the Fortress this year.
0: The youthful Dave Gosher joins us from Boston. A game time decision for Jack Eichel uh, tonight. Uh, talk about a guy that's been through the gauntlet on this road trip.
3: Yeah, you know, and, and, you know, Bruce even intimated after the game or mentioned after the game in in Detroit the other night, if there's a game that Jack would want to play, I mean, I guess that game going back to Buffalo for the second time, you know, last month would be one of them, but Massachusetts kid, Boston University kid, you know, and the game in Boston, this one would be, you know, one that would certainly be pretty high up on on his list of of games he'd want to get in there. And, you know, you mentioned he takes the the puck up near his left eye and, um, in Pittsburgh or Columbus? Pittsburgh, I guess. So Columbus. Columbus, sorry. They're kinda of rolling all together yeah, I know. Um, I was, yeah. But yeah, it but he's still been able to produce. You know, he's he's uh you know, he's had a good road trip, he's had a good season for them. Um but yeah, he's he boy, he's just you know, it's if he didn't have bad luck, he'd have no luck on this trip and, and uh you know, hopefully if he's not able to play tonight, this isn't something that's too Terribly long. You feel for a guy that you know. We all know the saga with uh, you know the the neck situation and having to get surgery and how long that took. Boy, you just love to see him stay healthy for a, a significant stretch of time or for a, for a full season. So hopefully this isn't something overly serious.
0: We come on the air on at t Sportsnet right as the pregame warm-up starts, so we'll be watching that to see if Jack Eichel skates on the ice uh, for that and is part of the line rushes. Is there anything that uh, that Dave wants to ask Darren and Darren before you go with a minute to go?
3: I'm just curious how much you've missed Shane and I around the office. Be honest. Like what? on a scale, 1 to 10, is it negative six or is it 14
0: it's funny I, I i miss you my conversations with with shane are about as uh, eventful as they are when you're on the road
3: yeah and, yeah he, I, well as you know he's a, he's a real peach
0: yeah yeah i'm i'm talking to him about as much as i do when when you guys are on the road or at home
3: <laughs> i yeah, I, is, I miss you guys is, i miss you guys a the, lot he is the he is the angel of death
0: you know? uh have Love a great call. Death,
3: but he's the
0: angel of death. I'll talk to you on the TV side. Thanks, buddy. Really appreciate nice. it. Okay, Gosh. boys. Yeah, yeah, we'll see you. There's Dave Kosher, the award winning broadcaster with the Vegas Golden Knights on the TV side and ATT Sports
1: I'm so pumped for this game. Me, too. I'm more pumped than you are. Okay. I think it's going to be a good game and a real tough test, especially if you can't you know, get two guys out.
0: Ryan Wallace has the pregame show at, at sleep.